Hi, everyone. This is Jack, co-host of the Summer Reading Podcast, coming at you live, not live, but not dead either, far in the future, before we even start to tell you that we like to swear. It's an explicit podcast. It's not crazy, uh, but we do say bad words, you know, like fooey, and we call each other cur a lot, like almost nonstop, and uh, what have you. We're good for a good what have you here uh, here and there. So just so you know, if you want to protect your, your delicate paper ears from uh, our, our cutting remarks, um, just be aware of that. So uh, sit back or, I don't know, go for a jog, whatever you do when you listen to podcasts. I'm not your dad. I could be. We don't know. Pretty sure I'm not. Send me a letter. Coming up on the Summer Reading Podcast. Let's beat this dead horse. Oh my god, I know. You know what this dead horse could use? Another beating! Welcome to the Summer Reading Podcast. This is the podcast where a professor and a librarian, or a librarian and a professor, depending on where you're politically aligned, read and review all of the books you were assigned to read in English class. I am your professor. My name is Jack. My pronouns are he, him. And I am your librarian. My name is Marty, and my pronouns are she, her. And today, we are wrapping up our own Little Twilight Saga, with Stephanie Meyer's Breaking Dawn. Dun, dun, dun. Um, fuck. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we started uh, Twilight 20 episodes ago? 15 episodes ago. Is that right? Multiple, I think Twilight was... Many episodes, yeah. Oh my god, it might have been 15. I think you're right. It was 15. So Twilight was episode 15, um, because this is series week. Yes. So typically, uh, we're reading and reviewing something that is more apparent in its relationship to an English class. Now, I don't know how many English classes are assigning the fourth book of the Twilight series. You never know. but uh, you don't work here, and we do. So, And also, <clears throat> depending on your summer reading program at your school, sometimes they just say, just read something, and then tell us mm-hmm. about it. So you might be reading Twilight over the summer for summer reading. You never know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Justification. Right? Um, <laughs> for, 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 our, this whole... for our desire to read this trash. <laughs> um, but that just means uh, in the next five episodes, we get to start... A different series. Yes. Um, which is very exciting. It is. Um, so let's uh, let's let's dig in here. Have you read Breaking Dawn before? Indeed, I have, Mr. Kroll. Um, this is my second read, and I will say, so as we have talked through this series, I um, I admitted to enjoying the Twilight series the first time I read it until I got to Breaking Dawn. And that was when I slogged through the book, was completely, like, 
disappointed, like pissed off at the ending, really at the whole the whole book. Um, but but Breaking Dawn really made me look back and realize, oh my god, that was all garbage. I just spent like months of my life <laughs> diving headfirst into a trash heap of literature. Um, and you know, I just have to be okay with that because sometimes that's what you do. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, only one of us in this room can say that they've read the whole Twilight series twice. Yes, it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in this Zoom room. Um, <laughs> how about you, Jack? Had you so, read Breaking Dawn before? <laughs> this was a first time for me. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, so I read this over uh, <clears throat> the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I was hanging out with my dad this weekend. Oh, okay. And we uh, went up to our place in Maine, mm -hmm. and we're in the woods, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what else do rugged men read when they're hanging out with their dads in the wilderness? Breaking Dawn. Uh, breaking Dawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just hanging out, and I'm, I'm reading Breaking Dawn, and I think I get like... 100 page pages into it yeah where i first like i just sort of exasperatedly put it in my lap and i look up and i yell out to my dad wherever he is nearby this book sucks <laughs> um, nice <laughs> and as as i was reading it because i was i was just chugging through it yeah i'd uh i'd groan yeah and, and, yeah and i'm i'm usually a fairly quiet reader. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious. Is your dad a big reader? No. Okay. He is not. Everything about the situation, I presume, is novel to him. Um. <laughs> um. Because also, it's a rather large book. It is. It is a tome. It is. Uh. It's a proper tome. I have some statistics here. Oh boy. For you. Um. Breaking Dawn. According to, this is from wordsrated.com. Okay. Bre Breaking Dawn is 186,542 words long. What? Now, <coughs> there's not that much content in no, this book. No, I was going to say, there, I, I have a feeling that 100,000 of those words could disappear. <laughs> Yes. Very easily. Yeah. I, I'm reading this book and yeah. I was like, I want to read Cloud Cuckoo Land again. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, to, I just want to pick up a better yeah. book. Yeah. Because um, there's just, there's a lot. There, there's a lot. So there's let's, lot. let's, let's dig in. Let's dig in. Um, okay. Further. So um, at this point, if you're joining us <laughs> at, at this episode, um, I'm going to say, go back to Twilight, and I'd say maybe 15 or 20 minutes in, you can jump there, you can listen to all the biographical information <clears> that we <throat> give on Stephanie Meyer, yep. and then you can come back. We'll wait. Mm -hmm. I can't fucking believe they just left. <laughs> Bastards. That's so rude. They, didn't, they left the door open, too. So rude. Are you raised in a barn? <laughs> oh hey okay welcome back <laughs> we said nice things about you while you were gone absolutely um, um so i'm not gonna give any background on stephanie meyer totally fine 
we know it at this point. Yeah. But I will say, Breaking Dawn was published in 2008. Yes. Um, 2000, 2008, uh, and followed with the trend of a book every year. So you have Twilight, the, the OG Twilight comes out 2005, New Moon 2006, mm-hmm. Eclipse 2007, Breaking Dawn 2008. Um, uh, and we've said this before, um, but Twilight isn't a terrible book. No, it's not. itself. It's it's at least a book. It's it's like l- uh, low to middling YA fantasy, right? It's like it's yeah. not it's not terrible. It's not great, but it's it's it's, a it's book. not risky. Yeah, it's, there's there's no risk in there. There's no risk in that book. So. Right. We, we, we have that. Um, and then every book since then is is not even... It's progressively just getting worse. So I will say, I stand by, I think New Moon is the worst out of all the books. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I think it, it goes New Moon, Breaking Dawn, Eclipse, Twilight. I think ah. like, from lowest to highest for me. Okay. That's my... okay. Uh, we'll we'll see if my actual ratings Reflect line up that. with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it came out in two thousand eight. I I texted you earlier today, yeah. asking if you would do the thirty second synopsis for us. Yeah, would you be willing to do that? Yeah, it's or... funny because the minute you said thirty seconds, I was like, I don't know if any of my synopses have been thirty seconds. I tend to ramble, so so I'm gonna say this very lovingly. Yes, I. I threw the thir- the thirty seconds in there for in the text a message for a reason. I thought, yeah. you, I thought you might have. Um, <laughs> it, I felt like an asshole. But... No, no, no. It's all good because um, I do. I tend. I think I tend to be about um, like two minutes thirty seconds usually. So Jack, watch this. I'm actually going to turn on a timer for myself. Look at look at. You can't even see it. There we go. No, I can I'm see gonna... it. I thought you had turned it on. And I was like, are you going to take part of your thirty seconds showing me? <laughs> That your smartphone has a timer? With... Shut up. <laughs> Listen. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Here no, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So, Breaking Dawn. That's three seconds already. Jesus. Um, basically, what happens in this dumpster fire of a book? Bella and Ember get married. They have sex. They um, get pregnant. And then... Edward wants to get rid of it because it's a monster. Um, Bella doesn't want to, and they birth this horrifying half-human, half-vampire baby. The Volturi try to kill them. They don't succeed, and the end. That was 31 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not very good at this. (laughs) No, that was Was good, though. Was that okay? I thought you had saved time. (laughs) Only to reveal that you had actually gone over. I did, yep. <laughs> oh. Um, in fact, that's how long the book probably should be. Yes. There's that much content in it. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm so coughing. It's okay. <clears throat> it's, Today. It's, well, um, yeah. it's probably because we're... we're you know, talking about a book that is making you gag. Yeah, it's making me ill. <laughs> it's making you ill to discuss. Making me ill. Dawn. Okay. 
Um, so <clears throat> I showed you, I showed you my page of notes. Yes, you also showed me the, the horrifying picture of the the baby and the movie. Yes. Yes. <sighs> okay. Can we can we start? I want to start with the baby. Yeah, let's talk about the baby. Yeah. I, I did a decent amount of research specifically on the baby. <laughs> on Renesme. 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 Um, uh, so. Bella names the baby Renesme. Yep. Uh, uh, it's a, a portmanteau of the names Renee and Esme. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a name so outlandish and weird <laughs> and why that the characters in the book not only actively question the baby's name, but effectively rename the baby Nessie. Nessie. Yep. Yep. <coughs> Just like as a the, result of the that. Loch Ness monster, and Bella flips out. She flips. She flips out. She has. She has like this waspy moment. <laughs> the, this book is Bella's wasp era. Um, oh my god! Yes. <clears throat> where she's like, no, no substitutions. I was like, yeah. whoa, chill. Yeah. Um. So I did. Uh, I did some rudimentary <laughs> googling, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I just had to figure this out because Renesmee's middle name. Is Carly, right? Which is it's a por- Charlie and and Car- Car- Carlisle. Carlisle, that's his fucking name. I almost said yep. Carlton. Carlton, <laughs> yep, from Fresh Prince. <laughs> it it would be a different series Very if Carlton from from Fresh Prince was the vampire who puts the Cullens together. Um, <laughs> Let's write that. <laughs> oh my god. So. Here's one of the things that, that shocked me about learning that the middle name was Carly. Mm-hmm. One, Carly is a name. It sure is. Yep. People are named Carly. Very, very many people are named Carly, yes. Two, Charlie is the parent we we have yep. for the series. Yep. And for mo- the most part of the series, he's a pretty decent parent. Yeah. He's, he's not perfect and he has very questionable actions taking place in the third book absolutely um, but he's there and yeah. he's, he's there and, but no it has to be <laughs> carly yeah um so i uh wanted to google uh-huh. how many girls are named renez <gasps> oh no oh my god how so, many I'm... this is from um I don't know how to pronounce the the website, but okay. datayze.com. Okay. Um, the baby name unique uniqueness analyzer. Ooh. Renesme. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is in 2021. Okay. One out of every 11,053 baby girls born in 2021 are named Renesme. Wow. Making it the 1,363rd most popular girl's name in the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> um, now, if we went back to 2010, how does that number differ? I, <laughs> I expected it to just not be a to thing. To just not exist. But I was... I was <laughs> But I cross-referenced it with yeah. the Google search. <laughs> How many girls were named Carly in 2021? Ah. <clears throat> and I was pleased to see <laughs> that Carly 
was the 663rd most popular girl's name. Okay. There were 446 baby girls named Carly. One out of every 3,990 baby girls in 2021 are named Carly. So, yeah, why wouldn't she have named the child Carly Renesmee? Right. Yeah. Like, like Renesmee, I think there's enough reasonable doubt yeah. to believe that that was... Bella's maiden name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Where, where it's like, oh, it's Bella Cullen, nay, Renesmee. Right, right. Um, oh my God, that's <laughs> so funny. You know, I never, in like in the two times that I've read this, thought about the fact that she could have just so easily swapped the two names. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. Mm. <laughs> Wow. It's, or it's they, a, could, it, they could have just called her Carly. Like, I know plenty of people who go by their middle name. Like. Yeah. And she's aging quickly. Yeah. I give her maybe, like, two weeks before she's like, this is a dumb name yeah. you've given me. What the fuck? Any listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, Don't at us. I, I apologize for your circumstances, <laughs> not for my remarks. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I just, I wanted to open up with, with, with that. I think that's a good, uh, that's a good opener. <laughs> um, since we're talking about Renesmee, can we just talk about how fucking creepy it is that she's aging so quickly? Like, mm-hmm. I, and, and the, even the way that it's described is just, like, unsettling. Because there's so many moments where they talk about, like, okay, she's, like, three days old and she's whatever. She's got a full set of teeth and, like, and, and you know, I, I don't know. She's, she's starting to okay. speak and she's two weeks old and whatever. But there are these moments where Meyer writes, like, Bella would look at her and be so unsettled. And I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, you shouldn't look at your kid... And be like, ooh. <laughs> I will say, I did show you that picture of what the movie you did. says Renesmee looks like. Yes. And that's unsettling. It is unsettling. And I totally agree with that. But I'm like, why as an author did she make this choice? I have a lot of issues with depictions of childhood in this book. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, the the book is about the baby. Right. Fundament, like that's... That's she she thing. is like the the <coughs> main and, plot point. Yes, yeah. and so um, there's a number of things that really bothers me, um, and I think it's all wrapped up in my core critique of um, Meyer, which I'll get to in a little bit. Okay. Um, but the idea that the, there's no understanding of children in this book. Yeah. Um. I think part part of the fact that the baby is aging so quickly is a fail-safe uh, for oh. the actual book to be like, I don't know... I don't know kids. How, how to depict children. Yeah. What what landmarks meet, what their right. uh, personalities meet. Um, and so this I have two, <clears throat> two things to build off of that point of not understanding childhood. The first is... We have um, a, a significant portion of this book that's told through Jacob's perspective. Right. 
which I think is an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, J- Jacob's the only other narrator we get in the whole series. Right. We get uh, an epilogue with him at the end of Eclipse. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was in, he was driving the book for so long. I thought, is this his book now? I know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, um, well, again, that's a Meyer issue. <laughs> but we have Jacob through. <clears throat> Sorry. It's yeah. okay. I'm just so I'm joking. I'm, I love Twilight so much, and it's over. Breaking Dawn. Uh, we hardly knew you. I can't wait to read Midnight Sun. It's Twilight, but through our perspective, it's so good. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> choking on my own bullshit here. Um, we get Bella's pregnancy through Jacob's perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. for the most part, and I actually think that's fairly problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is a fraught pregnancy. Yeah. There's actually, like, a good deal of dramatic tension that comes from one pregnancy, period. Right. Right. But then you add the fact that it's a teen pregnancy and that there are known complications with this pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like this is actually the more interesting time to stay with Bella. Yeah. And to understand this. Because also... I can only imagine how many pregnant teenage girls are reading Twilight. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's and it's. I will say that the whole, the whole telling of the pregnancy is problematic, and we we don't have to dive into that because I know you have a point that you're uh, building to. Um, but but I agree with you that um, when when we get it from Jacob's perspective. All he is, all all that we're getting is he's looking at Bella. He's saying, oh, my God, she's weak. She's dying. She's bruised. She's she's being crazy because she wants to hold on to this child when it's clearly killing her. I'm going to kill this baby. Yeah, which is so fucked up. It's like, mm-hmm. and and it's, there's there's so many issues at play because there is never... So, so Carlisle and Edward. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. <laughs> and Jacob all want Bella to destroy the baby. And the, those are the words that they use. There's never the word abortion. Like, well, no, let's no, just be clear about that. Like, it's never like, oh. Because this is a safe book. Yes. We're not going to say scary words like abortion. Yeah. Or vagina. Yeah, no. None of that. Um, but uh, you could go. I I bet you could go up to Jacob Black at the end of the series and ask him what a uterus is, and he would not be able to tell you. No, totally. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, um, you're 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 um, da- you're, you're you're down you're, there. You're unturus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, there's and there's absolutely no agency for Bella. It's like mm-hmm. she she decides that she wants to keep this baby. She turns to Rosalie for support. Um, And Rosalie is sort of her protector, but it's really troublesome (laughs) that she needs a protector from her husband and her father-in-law and her best friend Mm -hmm. in making this choice about her own body. Like that's pretty fucked up, you know? It it is. I, Describe particularly, the, they're all 
terrible, but oh yeah, <laughs> I, I describe Jacob in this book as an incel. Mm-hmm. Um, he he goes from being the charming, cute little guy, yeah, to this chauvinistic, self-important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, now he's the alpha, right? Al, like, yeah, and it's like when a man takes charge, he just sucks. He begins to suck. <laughs> Um, so I wrote, it's like, Bella went from making the wrong choice in choosing Edward over Jacob mm-hmm. to having no choices at all. Right. And also, Bella sucks. Right. Take her. I think, you know, this really plays into <clears throat> this social political narrative. Yeah. Um, and this rather conservative social political narrative. The self-sacrificing woman kind of thing. Um, that a a woman's job is to be a mother. Yeah. Um, and there's even this moment I wrote down, it's on page 17, where Bella says something along the lines of, would you prefer us to live in sin first? Oh God, I know. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting because one, it's the first overt mention of sin. Yep. Um, and she's using it. I think we could make an argument that she's using it kind of humorously, but <clears throat> um, she's not using it ironically. Right. Right. I think a lot of teenagers in this day and age would say something along those lines to be ironic. Right. With an eye roll kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, like earlier when I said the year of our Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, that. that is something that can be played off as humor. Right. As humorous. But is also in itself true to yeah. an extent. Yeah. <coughs> I'm dying over here. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Jack. I'm sorry. You got a vampire yeah. plague. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry for the listeners at home. I think it's okay. They had to listen to me ramble while you were... Um... I thought you were just going to pause. No, no, I, I talked. I, I told Rosa she can get rid of it if she wants to. <laughs> okay. But it's me It's me on my um, my uh, soapbox about women making choices. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, c- c- come on down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, so Bella's pregnancy and kids. Yeah. My, my other point on children. Yeah. I can no longer stand, nor can I condone, as a writer who has done this, Mm -hmm. writing children with a certain vocal pattern. Um, And so that vocal pattern is the replacements, the replacement of certain phenomes with W. Ah, yes. So what that means is, like, instead of R's, you get W's. W's, right. Uh, So I think that it has been overused in all of writing, particularly in contemporary writing, where children, instead of actually knowing what children are like, you take away certain consonant sounds right. and the way that they share their dialogue is what signals that they are a child. Right, right, right. Almost nothing else. Yeah. Um, and I think <coughs> this 
book is actually an egregious defender of this. Mm-hmm. Um, because instead of legitimately, I don't even remember the kid's name. Renesme. How, how could you forget that name? I thought there was a different kid. I thought there was more than one kid oh, Jesus. in the book. Oh, Jesus. Is there? I yeah, I didn't oh, think. I, don't I thought this was too early. Huh. Um, page oh, 152. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's what's his bucket? Um, Jacob's friend yeah. who imprinted on the toddler. What the fuck is... Uh, I can't remember now. It's not Quill, is it? Quill's little imprinted baby? I think her name's Claire. Claire, yeah. Oh, God. Claire squealed on his shoulders and pointed at the ground. Put pit... Pretty walk. Pity walk, yep. Quill. For for me, for me. So what's interesting here is she has the R sound in the word for, right? But not in the word rock right. or red or <laughs> anything else. But here's what pisses me off: Quill's name is Quill. Yeah. She, when Claire is talking, Quill's name is Quill. With a W. <laughs> but instead of Q-U-I-L, it's Q-W-I-L. Oh, my God. I never noticed that. Are we supposed to... Like, if we're in the book... Oh, my God. Are we supposed to see that this is a child and be like, she's spelling his name wrong That's with her words? so funny. Oh, my God. I'm like, what's the point? What do you gain from right. this other than saying, like... This is a child. Right. What else am I going to do with this child other than say that they speak funny? Haha, ha, little kids talk funny. Oh my God, that's so funny. It's funny too because I'm thinking about like, because my little guy, he doesn't speak like in perfect, perfectly clear phonemes or whatever, but like it's not always W's or R's, right? Like it's it's different. Like I was thinking about how, yeah. how he says orange. He says like otenge, like it's not. Mm. He doesn't say orange. Orange. He says like otenge or something like that. It's it's different, but you can tell that he's saying orange. When I was a preschool teacher, mm -hmm. um, uh, a child, his his name was Ben actually, oh. um, told me a story, and it was one of my favorite stories anyone's ever told me. Okay, I'm gonna tell it to you now. I'm excited. <clears throat> I. You know, tugged me on my pant leg, turned around, did that thing kids do where you look at them and they're halfway through like the story already. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> but I looked at him and he goes, Mr. Jack, um, my family, we went to Mexico and we, and we, and, and we, and we, and we, and we, and we went to Mexico and we, um, and, and we, and we went in the pool, and then he ran away. Oh, it's so cute. That, was, that it. was it. That's the whole thing. That's so great. And and it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. kids have interesting speech patterns. They do, yeah, yeah, Specific yeah. to them. Right, right. When when I read a book, and every kid, yeah, in a whole echelon of fiction mm -hmm. speaks with the same exact pattern right with the same i don't even want to call them impediments because i think that's actually not okay to say yeah um but uh i don't know attributes right okay yeah yeah <clears throat> i'm like this isn't this isn't claire right this is a child 
in right. the book. Right. This is not its own character, their own character, her yeah. own character. Yeah. This is just another fucking little thing. Yeah. And it's like, whatever, like, you don't. It's so hard. Yeah. Because so many writers and so many adults just don't understand that children are also people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I feel like writing children in this way where the main baby of the story doesn't even get to be a baby. I know. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It's a fail safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a failsafe because it's such a touchy subject to talk about children in yeah. any way. Yeah. I'm like, just <coughs> be empathetic. But then it's okay for a <coughs> an 18 year old to fall in love with a child <laughs> because magic, you know, like that that whole thing of the imprinting on the toddler shit. I was like, this is so creepy, and I was. I was talking to Ben about it, actually. And he was like, well, there are probably people who think it's totally normal to, like, mm-hmm. wipe somebody's ass and then 15 years later you want to sleep with them. Like, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God. That's, like... You hear that, men? Like, that is, like, the creepiest thing. No, but yeah. Also, like, that's, like, the best way I've heard it put, you know? It's, like, literally, like... It he... makes me think of the... SNL skit, Meet Your Second Wife. Have you seen? No, I haven't. I'm going to, I'm going to, you finish your thought. I'll, I'll pop it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, but no, I just like, I, I feel like that is, there's no way in which that is like an okay thing to romanticize to me. And I feel like, oh, yeah. I feel like Meyer is like, but it's magic. It's like it's it's the werewolf magic or whatever. Like, and I just <laughs> Wait, which is crazy because if it was um, queer in any way, yes, you know that the it's magic line would not fly. Would not fly exactly. And um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that whole scene with Quill and Jacob when they're talking about. Well, why not? Like Quill, why don't you date while while your imprinted person is two? And there's it's always it's always about girls. And then there's like this moment where he's like, "Oh, Jacob, are you telling me you're free this weekend?" And like they're like teasing each other about like being into each other. And I'm just like, this isn't okay. Like like none of this is like like you're saying, no, my love for this toddler is pure. But if I were to date a man, it would be disgusting. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, ugh, ugh, Meyer, you bitch. Like, it's it's, just, it's messed it, up. Like, it it's, really is. It's, it's not. That's not good. It's not good. It's not it good, not, friends. It's not good. And I'm excited to look at this. It's sort. It, it like goes. So many problematic things go uninterrogated. Yeah. In this book. <laughs> that I like it it baffles me that it's as successful as it is right um I, I like I even read an article I think from Forbes talking about the popularity of Twilight mm-hmm. um but it was so boring I couldn't remember it as I was reading it <laughs> um uh but then you like you actually read Twilight yeah and if you interrogate it you see it's like okay this is a legal adult le- leader of a community yeah it's like this is my toddler. 
Yeah. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) And there's, it's interesting because like one of the things, sorry, I'm like, I'm jumping all over the place. There's just so much, there's so much shit to go through. Um, but talking, like, kind of backtracking to Bella's pregnancy and mm. and Renesmee coming into the world, um, it's interesting that the that's the most action part is Renesmee's birth. That's like the most violent, intense, like high action part of the story. Like when the Volturi show up and they're all like standing in the field together, there's like no tension. It's like God just kiss already. I mean, seriously, but like, <laughs> but like Bella. Yeah, no, it, it's know? it's nothing. Like Bella is like she's what carry, carrying something and like trying to move and she's like too feeble, and she falls over and then like instantly like vomits blood and her her uterus cracks open and shit and it's just like oh my god. Like, like, oh, uter- <laughs> uteruses don't usually do that. Uh. <laughs> You know, it's just like, and that's like the most intense action. They didn't cover this on Call the Midwife. <laughs> oh, Call the Midwife. Oh my God, I need to watch the show again. Um, but like, it's just like, it's really intense and violent and gory. And it's and the only plot. Yeah, it's just, it's nuts to me. Like, reading that and then like, I don't know, I was thinking about like, does Meyer have kids when she's writing this? Like, is this what she thinks? I don't know. Of... I think, I think, well, she does have children. I do know. But much. I wonder if she had them at this time. Because I, I was just thinking about, like, is this what she she thinks of when she thinks of giving birth? Do you know what I mean? Like, this, like, horror. Like, not that it's not a walk in the park. But, like. I wonder <laughs> if she has, like. Like, a specific kid. Oh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. At least I wasn't the uterus cracking baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, but, but that like the fact that I don't know the whole thing, the whole baby. It's it's so uh, it's so hard to wrap my head around because even like further in the book when Renesmee's growing and like everybody around her is like obsessed with her, but also creeped out by her. And it feels like nobody Mm -hmm. actually loves her. And that's really upsetting. Can I build off of that? Yeah, please. It, to me, it doesn't feel like any fucking person in this whole series likes any other fucking person. Yeah. I thought in the earlier books, we kind of had that where right. it actually felt like Jacob and Bella liked each other. It actually right. felt like Charlie and Bella had some sort of familial connection there. Yeah. When the love becomes more intense over the course of the Twilight books, it lacks all form of healthiness. Yes. It becomes like <coughs> obsessive or controlling or just creepy in some Overall, ways. Yeah, I think deleterious to the actual state of having healthy relationships Mm -hmm. and i think that's actually very problematic particularly to the millions of young women reading this totally and saying like to be loved or to have passion my life is to be a subject and understanding that the men in my life are going to be terrible to me right right um i think like alice alice and rosalie i feel like are the only characters who are grounded or helpful 
Yes. Um, in some way, and, and still, even still, I'm like, I don't like these people. And it's interesting because I feel like a big part of that is that Alice and Rosalie's guys, their like partners, are not actually important to the story. They're just kind of these mm-hmm. like weird side characters who come on every now and then to be a a, a plot mover, right? So mm-hmm. like like Jasper comes on in the third book, I guess, to like help them learn how to fight. And and, and I it can't is just stress this enough. I feel like we've gotten away from this fact. Jasper is a Confederate soldier. Yep. Yep. And then Emmett is just like a meathead, essentially, right? Like, I he's just kind of there to like make sex jokes. Straight up, <laughs> could not tell you a single thing about Emmett's personality. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's, I'm like he's there to arm wrestle. To tease, like, to tease. Oh, well, that's that's just guy stuff. That's right? just some just, good classic guy fun. Just an all Make a sex joke, arm wrestle. <laughs> all American boy. Yeah. I'm an all American boy. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's just it's just so. Yeah. Read better books. I know. I know. Um, okay. Can I talk about the language? Yes, please. Of the of of. The series of all at this of, point. yeah. So I've I've gone on the record of saying that um, Twilight reads like a vocabulary test. <laughs> yeah. A middle school vocabulary test where you just learn a new word and it's in the sentence. Yeah. Um. I would think that even if nothing about the plot of Twilight changes, if the book was written in a way that the language is a bit more engaging, yes, a bit more thoughtful, then I would probably jump up my review each time yeah. by at least like two rabbits. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I have some um, examples of of being uh, enraged. <laughs> <laughs> Are these the ones that you were texting to yourself while you were reading? Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> So I have, I have, I have a couple, I have a couple things I need to point out at, at this moment in time. Okay. Um, so the first one I think is relatively soon, and when the narrative goes back to Bella from from Jacob from Jacob. Um, but the the chapter starts out like this: the pain was bewildering. Exactly that. I was bewildered. <laughs> I couldn't understand. Couldn't make sense of what was happening. Um, so, that, that, so we use the word and then we define the word would you believe me if I told you that's the first two paragraphs oh my god of the chapter <coughs> and it doesn't even it doesn't even say anything no, like I bewilder know. is a really good word it is a good word yeah it's a good word it's got a good meter to it it's got a good it's, it's a word that has a good poetry yeah to it and you could really build a sentence around that word right this, this sentence isn't a sentence built around bewilder. Right. The sentence is the word bewilder and other words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it does define bewilder, but not in a way that adds <laughs> anything. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing unique or specific about the book. And so, like, yeah. Twilight as a whole is a Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. It has a neutral expression, mm-hmm. like many toys do, 
so readers can then project their own feelings onto the words. Yeah, I've definitely read entire like articles about how Bella is like an empty shell of a character so that everybody who reads Twilight could just be like, well, I'm Bella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you, there, there's so little of emotional substance here yeah. that Bella is what you make of her. Yep. Um, okay, page 387. This is the beginning of the 20th chapter. It's called New. Okay. I'm going to read you the first two paragraphs. Oh, boy. Everything was so clear, sharp, defined. So that's the first two paragraphs <laughs> of chapter 20. <laughs> oh my god. And, and so what, 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 what do you think? Do you think these quotes are going to be the ones that we remember? Uh, yes, It's going to be like a penny saved, a penny earned. Yeah. It's going to be like up there. This is going to be like what I put on my headstone. <laughs> to be or not to be. That's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of up there, right? Oh, my God. Everything yeah. was so clear, sharp, defined. defined. Marty lies here. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't finish the bit because I got sad. But, <laughs> but, like, that's like, is this writing? Yeah. Is this right? Like, like, okay. You've said three words that are all one word, and that one word doesn't tell us anything. I know. You've taken the first two paragraphs, and we don't know anything. anything. We don't, yeah. And I'm not curious. No. I'm not curious. You, you think of saying, like, everything was so clear. Like, the question you want the reader to ask, what's so clear? What's going right, on? Right, right. What um, are you seeing? But yeah. th- there's like, okay, so I went into this episode thinking that I wanted to try to prevent myself from pissing off fans of Twilight and fans of anime and fans of Star Wars. Oh, uh-oh. Um, because... How are all of these linked? <laughs> because I think it's closer with Twilight and anime. Okay. Where something in the plot happens, and then the next three or four episodes, and then sporadically for the rest of the series, you reference this thing that's already happened. Yeah, Okay. In a way that does not add on what's already happened. It's just there it's as just like a, a reminder. Okay. Yeah. It's just a reminder of what's happened. So, and listen, I'm fine with anime. Don't at me. Um, but I feel that way with like a lot of Star Wars writing as well. Fair. Where it's like the, char- the characters are characters. We're like, oh, we want this to be the gritty, cool guy. Right. We want this to be the nerdy guy who dies. <laughs> like... <laughs> This, this is our nerds. weird puppet. You love him. <laughs> you love our weird puppets. Um, right. Twilight is just, it's that. Yeah. So little happens that when something does happen, it's like, let's let's beat this dead horse. Oh my god, I know. You know what this dead horse could use? Another beating! <laughs> um, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's also, <clears> like, <throat> I... I don't know about you, but I was like infuriated by the amount of time spent on talking about how perfect life is as a vampire. Like, oh, I'm so beautiful. Oh, I'm so strong. Oh, my sex is so great now. Oh my God, I never have to sleep. Oh my God, I can do all the things. It was just like, okay, I fucking get it. Like, there is <laughs> nothing in this book that has me rooting for Bella. <laughs> it's like so terrible. It's so, it's out. Oh, yeah, ah, ah. And can, can we talk about the incessant conversations between the the werewolf pack? Like, 
why? Why was everything like 50 pages long when it could have been I think three sentences? In a second or third draft <clears throat> of both Eclipse and Breaking Dawn, mm -hmm. you cut the Jacob parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not to say you cut what happens with Jacob and Jacob's pack in the story. Right. But you just cut the Jacob parts. Yeah. They just um, drag. They, like, I I love a political drama. I I am such a slut for a political drama. I love it. I'm like, they wouldn't. They did. <laughs> slut for political drama. I love that. And, and we have essentially what's a political drama here. Mm -hmm. Watered down incredibly. But again, nothing comes of it. But nothing really happened. Like, like, I thought that this was Jacob's book, and then we go back to Bella, yeah. and we're with Bella for so fucking long, I forget we're ever with Jacob. And and it's just like, oh no, whatever, we worked it out because no one died. And it's just like, that's it. And like, oh, and right, and, and Jacob imprinted on Renesmee now, so we can't do anything. <laughs> because because of the werewolf magic. Like this It's is... uh it's like the like the top of <sighs> bit. I, I quote it I quote it all the time. It's that's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's just it, it's unnecessary. Yeah, it it's 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 unnecessary. Um, which brings me to sort of a two pronged comment. Okay, I'm excited. J jump in or stop me if you've heard this one before. Okay, you may recall in previous episodes. Um, me complaining about how many times characters say hello to each other. No, I don't remember that at all, Jack. Um, <laughs> I made a note. Uh -huh. <laughs> the first hello happens on page 11. <laughs> the second hello happens two pages later. Wow. <laughs> on yep. page 13. Yep. Um, and then, um, I stopped keeping track because I killed myself. Yeah. Uh, after that part, but... Um, I was just thinking about, like, the hellos are not interesting. No. No. And this goes for, like, just basic writing. Yep. For the most part, like, a lot has to happen for a hello between two characters to be interesting. Right. Um, and it's all, I feel like it encapsulates some of my biggest critiques about this book, which is, like, a basic conversation can last... 10, 20 pages. Yeah. People can come and go, but it's the same fucking conversation. Yeah, yeah. We spend almost no time with Bella learning how to be a vampire. Nope. No, she just has an uncanny ability to do everything. Yeah, she just can't. Yeah. Right, so this comes to, like, my my biggest critique. Uh, this is my, my bottom note. I wrote... Breeze through her vampire training, but take 10 pages for any conversation. Meyer has a plot, but doesn't know how to write write things happening or describe feeling mm. in a personal way. The blandness prompts the reader to project onto the book rather than articulate anything itself. Right, right. Um, <laughs> everything that happens is brief. It goes over. You get, like, one yeah. line of detail... One clause of detail. Yeah. Um, and then for the rest of the, part, the time, it's characters talking to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and and like, maybe that's okay. Lazily, 
too. It's not even interesting. Yes. They're, like, maybe mm-hmm. that would be okay if I cared about any of these characters. Yeah. Or there were any anything that was interesting. Like, there are senses of humor in this book, but none of the, like, the humor is funny. Right, right. Or, like, relatable or original. Yeah. Like Jacob making all the blonde jokes at Rosalie. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm like, not only is it not funny, it's mean yeah. and boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing original about a blonde joke. Right. Maybe, maybe it was different in 2008. I don't know when, uh, the, when the epicenter of blonde jokes was taking yeah, place. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it wasn't funny then. Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. But... You know, fair enough. Blonde jokes probably never funny. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> Blonde jokes were never funny. Maybe we just didn't have personalities. Yeah. What was the other... Oh, there was something else I wrote. Oh, the other thing that I thought was so stupid, I mean, among many, many stupid things, was, like, Bella's superpower is is shield. Like, and again, it's like she... There's no... There's no interesting point where it's like, oh, she understands how to use this now. Like, it's just like... She magically is like in front of the Volturi and she's like, well, now I can do it. I can shield everyone I love because I'm a mother, you know? And it's just like lazy and stupid and annoying. Bella superpowers, whatever makes the book easier to write. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. It's so bad. So one one final thing from me. Yeah. Um. As I've told you before, Marty, I am quite the fan of superheroes. Yes, you are. Um, that said, I think a lot of superhero stuff is really bad. <laughs> um, I read I read comic books. Mm-hmm. Here and there, I dabble in reading the comics. Dabble. And comic book writers will have this thing where something will happen or heroes will reference something that happened in a different episode, episode issue. Yeah. And they'll do a little asterisk that says... Check out Invincible Iron Man, like number one seventy two. That's really funny. Um, and I'm I'm like I'm reading this one though. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> um, and do that. And <clears throat> there's a moment like that where I feel like Stephanie Meyer is like nudging you, and it comes on page six eleven. Okay. I'm gonna read this. Um. Of course, Jacob got more surly with each new edition. He kept his distance when he could, and when he couldn't, he grumbled to Renesme that someone was going to have to provide an index if anyone expected him to keep all of the new bloodsuckers' names straight. <gasps> um, See page 756. So then there's a little asterisk what the fuck? that says, See page 756, oh my as you God. said. Um, and... Uh, this is in reference to the fact that there's so many fucking characters in yeah. this book. And it, it's it's like, instead of making any one of the billion of characters that are already in the series interesting... Wow. Twilight just keeps adding characters to the mix. Yeah. And there's this point where there's this... Uh, to me, I thought it was like a meta joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it, where someone was like... I wish there was a way to keep all of these vampires straight. And then immediately, okay, here's the page that has the index of all the vampires. That is so funny. I didn't even notice that. Oh, oh. my God. And it's, and it's, one, it's not even that interesting of an index. It's no. just a list of people's names. It's really not. Usually a character index says, like, okay, Edward Cullen, 
husband to Bella Swan. Right, right. It's like a family tree forts. or whatever. Right, like, yeah, like, like you give a little context of it. Yeah, there's no, there's no context for any of these other than the fact that it's like, okay, these are Amazons. And some of them, these are places, and some of these are family names. Yeah, and then there like was... Like the Denali. The Denali. Denali, yes. There was also, there was something in the descriptions of the um, vampires from different places, and I remember noting it. I don't know if I actually wrote it down or if I just mentally was like, wow, she's a fucking racist, because it was one of the vampires from the Amazon and Bella was like, they were the least civilized vampires I'd ever seen. And I was like, okay, Meyer. Like, I'm just like, really? We're going to go, we're just going to go with every trope. Like, like I, oh, it just made me so yeah, mad. Yeah, it, it's, and like, there's just, just like the icing on the cake, right? It's like, not only are you writing bland, uninteresting characters, then you're bringing in new characters who are useless, but you're also being racist mm. about them cool on top of <laughs> did you notice they stopped calling jacob a dog yes they started I calling did. him a mongrel i did see that yep that was nice yeah nice little addition i was like what? Yeah. oh my god just a, just a little gravy yeah but yeah no you're totally right so i said there's no economy yeah. of story or character right in these books something new happens let's bring in a new character mm-hmm there, there's, like, no, like, I'm not scared of the Volturi. No, I, they're so I, not scary. I know they exist. Right? But they have no presence. Yeah. In the books, other than the fact that they mention them. Right. They're, they're, like, the, the heightening of stakes is not there. Yeah. The in, engaged character development is not there. Like, you could say, like, I, I, I feel like, Bella knows what she's going to do on the last page of book four from the first page of book one. Right. Right. Things happen, but she doesn't really change or no. grow in a way that's interesting. Right. Things just happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's you like... You stopped a truck. I'm pregnant. Like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Roll credits. Twilight. <laughs> the Twilight Saga. That would be a better story. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a pile. It's a steaming pile. Oh my god. I So when we do Midnight Sun <laughs> I just like I'm at the point where I'm just worn down. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> How this became a blockbuster smash, or you know what? No, I do understand how. What yeah. I want to know is why. I know, I know. Well, and it's interesting because, like, I remember. I think I talked about this when we when we read the first Twilight book, and I remember that there were articles in the world that were like, the reason people are slamming Twilight is because they don't care about teenage girls' stories. Yeah, I was and, talking about that too. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Like, that is legit. Because again, we talked about how the first Twilight book is not the steaming pile that this is. Like, mm -hmm. it's not great, but. It's a pile, but it's not a steaming pile. Exactly. And um, it's not a pile of you know what. Yeah, it's. um. But then I just feel like Bella. 
she goes from having an authentic voice to disappearing essentially like just becoming like a, a chess piece in mm. this stupidly elaborate storyline i wouldn't call it elaborate i'd call it convoluted convoluted that's a much better word yes yeah yeah um, and convoluted is what happens when you don't do complex interestingly mm-hmm. um there's so much potential yeah with these books but instead we have a we have books that have so many characters that, like they probably rival the population of boston yeah yeah um like i they have an index to keep the vampires straight we don't even like think about the characters we already know and we like right. like the high school students aren't even in this yeah book yeah that we get to know we we get a passing mention of mike newton right at the classic wedding. mike good old mike with his spiky um, hair and it's like that's it mm-hmm. that's it and so like even the characters that we've known for three books don't even come back mm-hmm. um and then he meyer has to invent characters for the climax of the book right right <laughs> and it's like are you kidding me i know yeah you could, you're gonna bring in characters that i don't even care about have never met before and like justify like these characters come in and say the book is over now yeah <laughs> essentially yes yeah yeah and it's funny because i know like at the beginning of the book one of the big plot points ish is like oh bella's gonna like miss her human life and I'm like, no, she's not. Like, again, like, we don't... That died real fast. We don't hear anything about her friends from high school. Like, ever. You know? Like you said, there's past yeah. mention that, like, people are at, are at the wedding. But that's it. She wants to go to college. She wants to go to college. Yeah. That, that's her big thing. I want my human life. Yeah. But you can go through college and still look 19. Yeah. But she's technically 18. Right, right. Because they want to get married so they'd be married young. <sighs> forever god um but there's nothing stopping her from still going to college right um except that she has a baby jack and you know can't possibly that marty that baby's married <laughs> oh god it's all that ba- so gross it's disgusting but that baby is married that yeah. baby is taken care of that baby is going to be full grown in seven years Right? Isn't that what they said in the book? And, uh, and you know, shipped off to uh, live with Jacob happily happily ever after. Air quotes for people who are listening. Um, yeah. All right. Do, do you have any final thoughts on this before we move into no, rabbits? No, no, I don't. I said them I all. I love the, the energy shift to just being like, <laughs> okay, we're kind of defeated. We're, we're done. We've been at this for an hour. I've been, I've been slowly dying. Yeah. This whole time. I'm going to change my rabbit rating right now. You're going to change your rabbit? I am. Well, let's go into rabbits. Let's do it. Rabbit. I hate rabbit. If there's anything I hate more than a rabbit, it's two rabbits. Hello and welcome to Rabbits. This is the segment at the end of the podcast where Marty and I review, or rather rate, the book on a scale of none to five rabbits. We can do a decimal. Just don't think too much about what it means to give something half of a rabbit. 
Um, so, Breaking Dawn by Stephanie Meyer. Marty, uh, what are your thoughts? How many rabbits are you going to give I Honestly, book? I feel like I'm being too generous right now. But I'm going to give it two. <laughs> Which, again, I think... I, I don't even know that it deserves two. But... Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm landing on. I don't know. I agree. I, I I'm actually I'm like stressing out now cuz I haven't thought about <laughs> what I was going to write the book until this the, very moment. The the, the crux of, yeah. of what happened just now is like at the beginning I like I wrote my little notes not nearly as copious as yours. I just, you know, jotted down some things. And at the very top of the page I wrote 2.5 and then I, my little rabbit picture. Oh, that's half of all the rabbits. Yeah, but then I, I just, I just got rid of the point five because I just can't. I mean, and I even, I even worry that I'm being too generous giving it too because it's not good. It's really not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a story, <laughs> right? And and. Oh my god, you bang your shin on how low that bar is? What's that? Did you bang your shin on how low that bar is? <laughs> um Yeah, and it's like I it's just it's a really disappointing book. It is <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways. Um, it is crazy because the first Twilight book is a book. It's a book. It's not amazing, but it's a book. Right, right. The following three books are not. No, they're not. And I'm. They're epilogues. Did she just not have an editor at all? Like. I I feel like this was a money printing machine. Yeah, it's crazy to me that this printed so much money. I, I told you my theory, I think, back during New Moon. Yeah. Which was, I think that. All of the time went into Twilight. Right. And then Twilight was so successful that they wanted to really, really push the rest of the series to make as much money as they possibly could. Right. So all of like the work that may have gone into Twilight, absent from the other books. Yeah. Like we just wanna we just wanna push this. That said, I think I'm going to do one point seven five. Wow. Okay. I I'm thinking of two. Yeah. But there's the added um, detriment of this taking up like what six months of her life. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I. Ugh, man. I'm trying, I'm sorry, I, I, you may have noticed, I'm paging through my notes because I'm trying to see if I wrote down. I saw that you'd written down your rating, and I was like, whoa, I don't do that. Did I do that? No, I don't, apparently I don't usually do that. I, I just did it this time. You did. Um, I remember one time you showed me your list of notes, and it was just the title of the book. It's true. That did happen. <laughs> um. So, no, I, you know what? I'm going to be confident. I'm going to stand by that. 1.75. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to draw the line in the sand and say, if we're going to do decimals, we can't go off of 
and 0.75. We're not allowed to, because then, like, at that point. Because if I'm like. Nothing. 2.3. <laughs> yeah, nothing. At that point, nothing fucking matters no, anymore. It's true. It's true. Uh, <clears throat> like, that's, that's, that's it. So, 1.75. 1. Yeah. Um, I don't think. No, you know what? I'm going to be positive about this. Okay. There are better books out there. There are better books. <laughs> There's probably wor- I No, I know there are worse books too, right? Yes, yes, there are definitely. There I would say books. many, many books are worse than this one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but credit credit where want, it's due, right? <laughs> if you want a flagstone of bad book, why not go to the most successful ones? <laughs> True. <laughs> this this the Twilight franchise sold over one hundred and sixty million copies. Insane. Including its two supplementary books, Midnight Sun and the other one. And it spurred um, E.L. E. James to write yes. Fifty Shades. Yes, if it wasn't right? for Stephanie Myers, we would not have Fifty Shades of Grey. Which I've never read. E.L. James. Nor have I. My mom tried reading it. Um, <laughs> she couldn't get through it, and then she said, I thought a man wrote that. Oh my god, that's really funny. Yeah, I've 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 yet to try Fifty Shades. Not high on my list. No, not high on my list. No, um, but number one best-selling paperback, I think, for many years in a row. Absolutely, yeah. So you know what? Thank you, Stephanie Meyer, <laughs> to adding for adding to the literary canon. Uh, you've given us so much. <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts? No. All right, me no. neither. Yeah. Which means thank you for listening to our final installment of the Twilight Saga. Woo-hoo. I think I think for series week we're going to pick up Hunger Games next, right? Yeah, yeah. Hunger Games. Games. All right. It's be good. Sorry, I'm I'm excited. I am too. I, am I actually yep. really like that series. So. Yep. So, uh, thank you for listening. We have been the Summer Reading Podcast. Our music is by Nathan Morrissey. He's a good lad. You can find him on Instagram at Nathan.Morrissey77. Our editor is my brilliant, amazing, lovely, brilliant, wonderful mother, Rosa Maria. You can find her on Etsy and on Instagram at Crochetwell, all one word. I have been your professor. My name is Jack. You can find me on Instagram at JackFromTV. And I'm your librarian. My name is Marty, and you can find me on Instagram at Marty underscore the K. Uh, and Marty, would you be so kind to tell us the email address? Oh, yeah. Um, the email address is summerreadingpodcast at gmail.com. Please send us your thoughts, send us book recommendations, be nice. Um, and if your name is Renesme and we really offended you, sorry. Yes, Marty, sorry. I um, am, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you please join us next week where we read Candide by Voltaire. Woohoo! I'm excited for this. Me too. Our first French. <gasps> That's right. Oh, we haven't done a French that before. That is exciting. Okay. I'm, I'm right. stoked. So, hear you then. All right, bye. Bye.